Hello and welcome to Desi Sportscast and you join uh, Nevin Thomas and myself Bharat on our weekly football chat. Uh, hello Nevin, how are you today? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, very good. I'm looking out of window that is, well, I better get used to it. I think it's uh, foggy, cold, not very nice and I bet your view is much better than mine. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, as a consumer of uh, international football and European football, so it's not exactly a pleasant weekend for me as well but with uh, no Chelsea football available but yeah in uh, in terms of Indian football and what our national team is doing there's a lot of news grabbing the headlines so yeah here, here in the UK we've got the international break which nobody looks forward to um, <laughs> because it's so predictable and so boring uh, I think there's only one or two groups in the whole qualifiers that are sort of interesting but even then, uh, not too much. I would like that for India. I, <laughs> I want a time where uh, we can just relax and know that India is going to qualify for the World Cup or at least the Asian Cup. Well, at the, the moment, it seems. At yeah. the moment, if we have a SAF group and the winner goes into the World Cup, do you think that might be an option? The way we can relax? No, not really. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, I don't think uh, we Indian football fans are going to relax for the next fifteen, twenty years at least. Oh so no! Don't say no, no, no! Don't say that. I mean, uh, no, I, I mean, even if we qualify, even if we qualify, say the next five years, we'll still be a little skeptical, right? We we'll still want to uh, be eager about uh, what's going to happen in the next qualification stages as well. I don't think we can establish ourselves as a a major footballing force in ten years, maybe at least. Well, I mean, you brought this subject on, but when you look at it, um, the teams, nations like um, Korea, Japan, you know they are shoo-ins. <laughs> and since Australia j joined the AFC, they're a shoo-in. Um, I'm not sure India will get to that position where you know they're mm -hmm. going to qualify. Uh, but it, okay. it took Korea, I think, uh, 10 years to get to that stage um, when they had the Olympics and they really pumped money into various that's, sports. That's, that's a common narrative, right? We keep saying about how Korea sort of developed that team under hitting and uh, how th uh, that sort of, you know, kick-started the whole revolution in, of football there, which is true to a certain extent. But let's not even forget, like, I had an interview uh, with a former footballer, an Indian footballer who was also national team goalkeeper, and uh, he was telling me about how in the late 70s they had a match against uh, South Korea and how India struggled to keep it at 4-0. Four, four so he made around 35 saves that match and that's how India kept it at 4-0. So it's not like South Korea was so, <laughs> like so bad that they just overnight uh, uh, got this revolution going. They already had a good, decent football culture there. Probably a little underset with the whole uh, uh, the World Cup thing and how they prepared for it and all that. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, they weren't um, a lightweight, but um, <clears throat> when you look at the position in '82 during the Asian Games, India and the Koreans, there wasn't a huge difference mm -hmm. that there is now. Yeah, I, but the yeah. con contrast I was going to make was with um, China. You know how much money they've pumped into Chinese football, uh, but you don't mm -hmm. see the progress of the um, national team accordingly. Um, certainly not Got yet. It. So th th there is. It's not just about money and pumping in. It's how you use that money and how you develop um, domestic and football. And what, uh, what class you target? I think uh, with sports, you always see the trend of. Uh, uh, say uh, a middle class, lower class aspiration also matching through sports. So you you see a lot of communities seeing sports as a, a way out of poverty, a way out of uh, a lot of other issues, uh, especially uh, socio economical reasons. 
so it really depends on whether a sport can uh, capture that sort of uh, interest within a community so that's similar in terms of why it's so popular why basketball is so popular in uh, in america why cr- cricket to a certain extent has done that in india as well is no longer a, an upper class uh, uh, brahmin game or anything of that sort it's more uh, it's 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 played in every gully and it's a, a, every nook and corner so it really depends on whether the sport can capture that imagination and uh, i think in china it's still not there yet in in fact maybe something like a basketball is still grown wider than uh, than football regardless of all this investment because they had a, a yao ming going and playing in the nba so yeah it, it, it's it's a big task and it, the victory and success is really important for uh getting that new audience getting young people to pick up the sport and all that and and i think uh, with india with china they are all waiting for that one big success for that revolution to kick off yeah now I, i was going to say that is quite right and uh, <coughs> excuse me it's something that um um i read in your brilliant article this week that um mm-hmm. it is about the results um that brings uh people interested that brings the um celebrities interested and that sort of it's a snowball effect but you need the results to uh, generate uh, um yeah. and um give a shout out to that article I thought it was a brilliant article and there's there's some so really much. good ones uh, give a shout out to the listeners of where they can catch that article and more from you Yeah I mean I I work for a organization called Asia Will right now and uh, so I've been writing regularly on Indian football for them so that's asiawillnews.com I can uh, spell it I can send the link to Bharat so maybe you can share it at some point to your audience as well Yeah absolutely please do that and I'll put it on the uh, link uh, for the um, sport, uh, port, uh, podcast um a lot of good talking points but that's for another day good start to the podcast but that we can't avoid the topic um <laughs> i i was hoping to push it away as possible <laughs> i mean one But, of the good yeah, good the, things the is we have a couple of days we did the same thing after the bangladesh game where you know we we did the podcast a couple of days afterwards the raw emotion is gone and um i think i did yeah. tweet uh, very briefly to you after the game of how disappointed i was that wasn't a point gained um come on what's your take on that oh, let me start from the start, uh, beginning because i was following yeah. uh, the comments and pre-game and when the, the team mm-hmm. lineup came up mm-hmm. i'll be honest with you mm-hmm. it was probably just the ones that i was looking at but everybody was positive when the team selection came out what was your thoughts when you saw that genuinely see i think it went back to uh, what uh, we fans believe that indian football team is capable of versus what the reality is so as someone who's been invested in indian football and something that we have discussed extensively in our podcast as well is that uh, india taking an attack to a team isn't still a very viable option yet you you understand what i mean in terms of that's underestimating the quality that afghanistan has and i for one would certainly like a a, a more defensively uh, organized indian team over this uh attacking uh, uh what possession based football that we are trying to achieve right now so it was it was fairly evident with an midfield of uh, sahal and brandon and pranoy that uh, the uh, the uh, indian coach sort of thought that they could take the attack to afghanistan and that clearly backfired because the, uh, the afghanistan was way more com- uh, comfortable with the ball they were dominating most areas and then 
we had a vacant midfield almost uh, pranoy mm. had didn't mm. have a a great game our left back mandar uh, was easily a target for them because he is a makeshift left back let's not forget that he under sergio lobera in fc goa maybe he'll survive because he's got a system where the team dominates matches they they stick to the possession they don't really get hit a lot and they don't have to usually sit back and defend a lot so mandar got uh, you know targeted and he had to be taken off and that meant we pushed our most uh, effective attacker into the left back position in ashik and so uh, i thought it it went really wrong but it was bound to happen considering the players picked by steamat so uh, we uh, we could look at that squad and understand that there were no emphasis on uh, a lot of these uh, uh, central midfielders who can dictate the tempo for you so that that was clearly missing and uh, one again goes back to the question it's unfortunate that rolling bodges isn't available mm. but that can't be the reason that an indian team doesn't perform right mm. we still need other players so we have the likes of vinith rai we have the likes of renio we have uh, we have somebody like lenny who doesn't get picked so when we have central midfielders who can play that uh, uh, trade in the, in in the center so why are we not using that i would have like for uh, all the flag that a 442 receives sometimes we might have to play a 442 uh, and try to hit a team on counter especially when you're playing away so i thought the approach itself was wrong i wasn't very happy uh, with the lineup as well but i knew this was going to happen the the gut feeling was that this was going to happen so I, i wasn't exactly surprised as well do, do, do you think coach steamack had a choice i mean we came to into this game where because of the previous result against bangladesh it was not a must win but we win. had to win we had to go for a win did you have a choice we had to go for a win but we also have to understand the team that we have right why do we think that counter attacking football cannot win us matches that i don't understand that is also a uh, that's also a very good strategy if you can really do it well and we almost won against qatar let's not forget yeah, that uh, yeah, udanta had a very good chance and we could have nicked a, a victory against uh, uh, qatar so we are talking about afghanistan who will be less resolute in the in the defense so we had the opportunity to pack it out and then hit on counter and we have the pace of udanta we have the pace of uh, ashik uh we had the likes of farooq coming in so these are really fast players and we have chetri who will still finish at least uh, one in three or four chances so i don't understand i don't understand the strategy but i mean we when... better get used to it and there is there are fans to it which is which is even more amazing uh, there a lot of people think there is a genuine improvement in indian football though i can't see it <laughs> I did read that that um, you know we've gone from a defensive counter-attacking team uh, under coach uh, Constantine to um a more like you said a, a possession football playing it on the ground um mm-hmm. and um this is contrary to what Steve Match as a coach and his reputation when he came in because he was a defensive coach who would be very happy with Get a it. 1-0 Um mm-hmm. so I don't know what's changed in his mindset whether he thinks he's got the players to play this new game or he thinks that this is the way forward for Indian football looking medium and long term rather than short term. Um mm. but um I mean in terms of the players that were chosen and I totally agree with you and I think I've said this before that uh, the game against Qatar would have been a good template for us at the moment with the players mm. we've got. 
Um, who would you have not picked in that first 11 that started that game? Or would it, is it just the tactics that you would have changed? Um, I think uh, considering the players that we have, I would have just probably dropped Sahal. Really? And played a, yeah, I would have dropped Sahal and played a, a more uh, a defensively minded uh, central midfielder. Because Brandon is in form. And he he is probably our uh, uh, most creative midfielder right now. And then I would have uh, instead preferred somebody uh, who can shield our uh, our defense a little, and maybe even Pranoy for somebody else. I I like Pranoy in terms of uh, he is a he is a, he is a tank on his uh, on certain days, and he can be that uh, really good defensive ball. But he doesn't have the same passing range. So what next? He'll win the ball, and then he'll he has to pass sideways or backwards, which really doesn't help in 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 attack as well, especially if we're going to try. Uh, playing uh, uh, free-flowing football. So, I would have preferred uh, Sahal and uh, Pranoy being swapped with whoever we have as options in terms. If you ask me, there is uh, there is a Rainio, Vineet and all, but these are not your ideal players in those situations as well. I mean, that's why we keep going back to why Lenny Rodriguez is not getting picked because he sort of fits the bill in terms of a, a ball-playing uh, a uh, defensive midfielder. And in terms of uh, attack, let's be very honest. Udanta, for all his pace, has been having a a below par season. So he runs, 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 but there's zero output in terms of attack. And uh, Chetri is also having a dip, but it's not like we have another option there. But yeah, so <laughs> given a choice, I would change a lot of things with the team. But uh, just giving it to Steamatch that he also doesn't have a lot of options there. So, you still have to play Chetri because he is still your proven goal scorer. And then, uh, uh, it was also a choice between uh, whether Farooq should play or uh, uh, Ashik should play in the left side. Because Farooq has been having a good season in the Indian Super League. So, it's understandable that uh, that the Steamatch wanted to give him a shot in the second half. But... Uh, on basis of form, why couldn't we have played uh, Ashik and Farooq instead of Seo Danta? So these are questions that will, uh, you know, still linger. And also, uh, the fact that uh, Farooq, Brandon, all of these guys are India's best performing players in the national team shows that uh, league form is a big factor. What that player is doing in the league is very important, and not just their history. So. Can we have a side that's based on current form as well, which goes back to the question of uh, uh, maybe or Redeem Talang or some of these players who ha- should we go with them as well? We'll say that, you know, bringing in a player that's on form, and this is a conversation we have a lot in England, uh, or used to anyway, mm-hmm. the form players mm-hmm. are not often selected or they're uh, just in the squad. Um, mm-hmm. It is a tough one for the coach because he knows some of these players. He's, he's had nine games to see as many players as possible. He's picked a squad for the World Cup, which he thinks that could progress. Um, and... Um, I don't know if he can bring in a player that's having a good uh, start because let's face it, there's only been four or five games in the um, mm-hmm. I League. Um, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, I League. <laughs> that's a Freudian slip. The ISL. Um, that uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's maybe too much for the player to step up. Maybe I mean, 
like I think in the in the previous episode we did discuss the, the the fact that we have to give it to the coach and what he wants. So I'm okay with whoever he picks. That's his call. Now the issue is now you can't like not turn up for matches and then sort of point fingers at whether I want to play somebody else. You know, you had the you had the freedom. We didn't question your choices then, but then you came up with a, a mediocre performance, and now you can't expect to be spared from criticism. Yeah, no, so, absolutely. I'll come to coach uh, so, Steemak in a bit, but I just wanted to uh, mm-hmm. go back to the actual game and the first goal, mm-hmm. um, which was in the sure. uh, injury time of the first half. And you mentioned uh, Mandarao and uh, that he's a makeshift um, left back. And he took a, quite a bit of, um, you know, uh, criticism um, for the first goal. Mm-hmm. But um, when you look at the goal, I mean, there was nobody tracking that player into the box either. Um, yeah, yeah, you can say the centre-backs, um, you know, were ball-watching. But uh, I don't mm-hmm. think there was a, just a, the fault of Mandarao or the centre-backs. Where was the midfield? Where was um, Pronoy? Why wasn't somebody tracking that player? He had a free run into the box. It was beautifully exactly, taken yeah. goal. Even I, even I think the criticism to Mandar uh, is absolutely unfair. Mm. And this is also a risk that these coaches understand. So when you play a makeshift left back, you are hoping that he uh, he does his job but decently and then attacks a lot. Like he was primarily being selected as a left back due to his attacking abilities. Otherwise, you would pick an issue Kumar, right? Who actually plays a as a left-back for the champions, Bangalore FC, why aren't you picking an established left-back and picking a, a makeshift guy? So, here is the coach saying, okay, I'll take the risk of a, um, uh, of a, a makeshift left-back simply because he can help in attacks more. So, make those overlapping runs. He's a, a natural winger and all that. So, that way, uh, you can't... So, when an Ashik or when a Mandar makes a... Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I'm okay. So, that's T-Match call. If you want to play uh, a Mandar there, that's your call. You want to play an issue there, that's your call. But then, you can't just... Uh, so, you, you took a risk uh, knowingly by playing uh, Mandar there. So, we need to like, stop uh, attributing all that to the left-back itself. And then... Uh, uh, just uh, look at wh- what led to the goal. So, like you said, the midfield was next to absent throughout the match. Mm. You had just Brandon there who was a presence. Runai Halder didn't do much. Sahal was next to absent. Mm. And our wingers are also not doing too much for me. So, what is with Udanda just kissing the flank and staying there all the time? I want him to be a bigger force now. He's no longer a young talent that you would just say uh, you can just uh, disappear in certain matches and all that. He is an experienced pro. He's been playing in the national team for a long time. Now, if there is a need, you want that player to come into the centre, try doing a little, uh, a few things differently. Why can't the wingers swap wings, for example, just to make it a little difficult for the uh, defenders to keep track of who's doing what? There's absolutely nothing. It's just, we've seen 90 minutes of Udanda in the right flanks. And, and he's a favourite, okay? I really like him. And he brings in that, extra pace that's really required in football matches. But there's no output, sadly. And I want some pressure to be on him. I don't want Udanda to think that that right slot is guaranteed. Hmm. That shouldn't be guaranteed. And India has enough wingers performing right now. In Len, in Farooq, in, in Jackie. So there's so many out there. Even Redeem, Sosei. We're talking about a lot of exciting wingers. So... I think it's high time Udanda felt the pressure and Steamatch can only do that by 
benching him for a few matches and giving others a try and we we never know we might actually see some goals also from that side because right now we're all dependent on chetri to score there's wow. nobody out there who wants to shoot maybe except brandon who was giving it a a go in the last match but nobody else there with an eye for goal which, which is very very disappointing well there's two things that immediately come to mind when you're talking about wadanta and our midfield and our creative players that we've not scored uh, mm-hmm. from open play um mm-hmm. and also the fact that chetri had a it was a open goal wasn't it in the 73rd 74th minute correct correct um yeah. so on the back of that and you mentioned chetri that uh, you know he's our the go-to person do you think which and mm-hmm. this is from a very naive person somebody living outside india but i'm going to say and i want your opinion on this should we bite the bullet on sunil and put is chaudhry the, the the person that we should try and put the faith in for the future now i think it's high time because everything else seems to be going that way right everything else in this team is like let's build for 2026 and future and all that stuff so maybe it's high time we also thought about uh, uh, what to do post uh, sunil chetri and this is in no way disrespecting the man himself i still think he's yeah, this i still think he's a he, he should be part of that team so but like maybe 90 minutes is uh maybe we we should give somebody else a shot i don't think manveer is a solution though i don't think farooq is also the solution so we need to really f- sit down and figure out or maybe even i remember watching uh yohan kraif uh, video when he talked about uh, a barcelona team that he was coaching and how he did not have a proper striker so he sort of inverted it and that's similar to what liverpool are doing right now in terms of firmino sort of holding back and letting mane and uh, salah do the thing things so maybe we might have goal scoring wingers in us so is that a possibility where uh, we can sort of get the wingers to be the our primary goal scorer for this teams but it's high time we thought about it it's sunil who's what 36 now so we can't just keep relying on this man for all the goals sooner or later we have to bite the bullet and give somebody a, a bit of Correct. a run um the national Correct, team yeah. doesn't play too many games um and some of mm-hmm. the strikers that you mentioned are not the main strikers for their uh, ISL clubs the clubs uh, as well so yeah, sometime somewhere down the line uh, coach Stimac will have to do in my opinion you know be brave because it's not an easy call uh but mm-hmm. i don't think sunil i mean he's a legend always already um so there's it's yeah. just that um he has to have... i think sunil will be more than happy to do that that's he what i was thinking to nurture a young striker yeah. and bring him and i think uh, you you could visibly see him saying nice things about manveer just getting the the man's uh, uh ego and uh, everything up but unfortunately manveer gets to play in the right right wing for goa whenever he comes in his uh, you know those cameos in isl so it's not like manveer is getting a lot of time in the center as well so yeah <laughs> i don't know the solution to it but i, I, think... I certainly feel the likes of uh, suseraj and everybody who are very dynamic wingers they aren't uh, exactly as one dimensional as udanta or uh, even ashik for ex- uh, ashik is a very uh, exciting talent he's tall he's uh, got his pace maybe a little clumsy in terms of the way he runs and all that so but uh, these are your potential stars yeah and uh, i thought constantine did really well by playing uh, uh, playing ashik as a an auxiliary forward in those uh, asian cup matches so something of that similar uh, something on that on that lines is what we really want right now
I'm going to uh, throw three or four names here who can be mm -hmm. the main man uh, up front. Um, uh, Manver, Farouk, mm -hmm. uh, Changte, yeah. um, and maybe um, somebody, I, I think you've mentioned it before, but um, I don't know too much about him, uh, Joby Justin. Mm -hmm. Any one of them. But Joby Justin is sort of disappeared because now he's joined an ATK side where he's unlikely to get any matches with Roy Krishna and David Williams in such form. So that is so, his problem. But that's a problem yeah, generally for a few of our strikers. But any one of those that you think, let's give him a run, last four games? Mm, no, not really. I don't think, uh, I don't see goals in any of these people as well. But you remember that match against Qatar? We didn't have Sunil Jaitri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have uh, Ashik as well. But was, and we still could... That's a different sort of um, tactics, isn't it? Than playing yeah, on the correct. front foot. Yeah. So that's a change of mindset. Coach Mac needs to maybe go back to his um, mm -hmm. own uh, principles rather than what he thinks uh, I, Indian I wish, football. Uh, the, the controversy around... Uh, what was his name? Oh my God. Uh, Gaurav Mukhi didn't exist you know he was a very exciting talent till the whole age fraud issue popped up he seemed like somebody with an eye for goal he was dynamic and uh, he would take on forwards he's not your tall out and out striker but uh, he had the characteristics of uh, uh, being the I, I think we should stop looking for a next Sunil Chetri but mm. if at least uh, he, somebody can contribute half the number of goals I think then we are still sorted yeah. So maybe uh, Gaurav Mukhi was a uh, an exciting talent which we now I think lost out on because of, of the, the those issues. He's been tainted, yeah. unfortunately. Um, right, yeah. we've got to think of something positive. I mean, we started this campaign. Uh, me personally, I think you were a lot more realistic um, <laughs> with a lot of hope. Uh, you know, um, I thought we're going to get this done. I thought we'd have a good campaign. Uh, it's not gone that way yet. Uh, there's still four games to go. But um, do you think uh, India needs to now make the goals slightly long term? Um, and uh, it's not about World Cup qualifiers. So absolutely not this time, 2022, 2026. Yeah, I, I don't even think it was a World Cup qualifier for India. It was always Asian Cup. I thought, automatic qualification. I thought we could finish second in this group, I'll be honest with you. Um, I, <laughs> I, I had a lot of hope. But then again, I'm always an optimist. <laughs> But um, my eyes are slowly <laughs> becoming, um, you know, open to open the state to of the, Indian football. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, Coach Dimak has said he could play an all-new team against Oman. Um, what do you think? What would your eleven which be? Is ex which is my big problem with Dimak. That's so easy, right? Now you go play a different team. You do something wrong or you do something right. Nobody can question anything because he'll just say, oh, "I played a different team." That's just an, another excuse. Try playing with the same team and then give, give a victory, you know? Or then justify. There, there has to be some... Oh, stop with this experimenting. We didn't uh, get a good coach from Croatia so that he can change and do whatever he feels like and just always get this positive spin that, oh, no, there is a there's good football at the end of the day. He tried. He's trying new young players, whatever. It's, it's high time. And like we said, national team can't afford to keep losing against Bangladesh, uh, yeah, drawing against Bangladesh or it's Afghanistan. A or a, it's a loss, yeah. yeah. So, that's the, that's the last thing you want, right? So, if you want to become a cricket, you can't just have a draw against uh, Bangladesh and celebrate. So, 
so you are doing no favors to indian football i understand where the football fans are coming from in terms of yes i want to uh, i want the team to see a uh, player possession based football tiki taka uh, score five goals dominate uh, take 80% possession i also would love that for indian side but for a for a person who is not involved in football they just care about the victory 100% i remember there was a, i remember there was a lot of conversation about uh, how the indian under 17 team beat italy it was apparently some it wasn't the case but uh, it was some uh, third division italian side or something but the whole news that came out was that indian under 17 team beat italy <laughs> and then and then you had the likes of virendra sevag uh, a lot of people coming out and saying oh uh we have our future is football we've got this we've got that that's the kind of conversation i'm hoping to see on a regular basis that's what will bring us new audience we had a little bit of that after the qatar game didn't we yeah we did so again nobody understood uh i mean i don't think anybody watched the game and if you had watched the game it was hardly the pure football no. that we are all looking no. forward to right no. yeah. it was just uh, dogged defending and uh, just a good team performance mm. Mm. so but who cared we the thing is we held uh, uh, one of the best teams from asia to a nil nil draw that's all that mattered so let's also not forget that we are still a growing audience and it's very important that we keep getting these results yeah the other thing that uh, disappointed well not disappointed but uh, you know i didn't like was the comment that uh, coach dimac made that uh, yeah katara um couple of levels above and or words I'm paraphrasing now and Oman are a very good team but there's not much difference between Bangladesh India and Afghanistan and I thought really um India should be you know, I I I I love the fact that he is owning up to it <laughs> so yeah that doesn't reflect uh, well on him but I don't think that's the case I think that's just the way the results have happened under his leadership yeah correct so if if we had a good tactician who sort of understood what the team was then maybe we could have won i am not saying there's a huge difference in the quality of players but especially against afghanistan i think against uh, against bangladesh there was a huge quality in players capability as well but uh, against afghanistan let's let's give it to the fact that there is very little difference in terms of quality but you went there thinking that this will be a a cakewalk mm a lot of their players that, play that in was, europe yeah exactly and they they why do you think none of them are coming to indian leagues to play mm. uh, a lot of domestic football because mm. they've got better opportunities mm. and our youth team just lost 3-0 to them just the other week wasn't it uh, so yeah, they they no, I, i think their fifa <laughs> ranking that's another story <laughs> yeah let's not yeah. talk about that um uh, their fifa ranking is not um you know um fair because fifa rankings are based on number of games you play and and Got afghanistan it, it. because of the situation don't play a lot of games so that's a false position for afghanistan correct correct uh, yeah. but um you're hoping that um nishu plays um and any other changes you'd make for Oman or would you go uh, you've already said you don't want to go uh, down the so, coach's route no i i think a coach is going to make a lot of changes right something similar to the qatar game he's going to make a lot of changes you'll you will have probably manveer and everyone starting and we're going to sit back and try to do what we did against qatar and i hope we do that because yeah. that's that's the only realistic way i don't think we can outplay oman in oman mm-hmm. so even though we did 
quite well in the first half yeah go uh, take in, yeah. in, in that yeah. yeah so so it's not like we can't play good football but that was also a close affair it was not like we dominated oman mm. but we did what we had to do we would defend and then we would try hitting them on a few counters as well mm. also probably you can explain this better considering you come from a a footballing space but isn't this down to the coach in terms of drilling in a lot of these counter attacking moves it should work like clockwork right everybody should know what they're up to that's how all these jurgen klops and everyone gets these it's like that liverpool team knows what to do the moment they get the ball it's like some formation and some uh, some tactical board magically appears in front of them and everybody knows what is expected of them and that's good coaching you mentioned and, that yeah and sorry to interrupt uh, but we have that with yeah. uh, brendan um in mm-hmm. at leicester city he absolutely Correct. drills down to where you are on the pitch what your job role is and you mentioned udanta we've got a similar mm. a similar player um mm-hmm. in uh, gray who got the pace mm-hmm. who would go down the wing pace and product was not there now it is correct brendan has yeah. drilled it into him in fact he did what mm. you asking for coach dimak to do with udanta he dropped him he wasn't even on the bench and people were mm-hmm. thinking he's going to but that was brendan's way of you know saying to uh, gray that you need to uh, step up you need to do what i'm telling you to do and last few games correct. he's come off the bench and now he's pushing for a starting place and Co- it is the role of the coach to tell the player where he should be in different situations what he's expecting and that can be coached um and even yeah, drill after drill after drill so that it almost becomes something like a muscle memory they know instantly that they get the ball this is what they're expected to do yeah. that's that's what good coaching is about right and india doesn't seem to have that plan and they kind of did in the lat- latter stages of constantine so you could see that in that match against thailand where the moment we got the goal uh, got the ball it was like oh yeah this is this is going to be a chance for india because the team sort of just moved forward everybody knew where to occupy uh, udanta knew if he made that overlapping run chetri will be holding back his run so that's where he should be playing the ball to right now we might be criticizing udanta or an ashik for not doing enough but probably they aren't told enough mm. Mm. but don't forget we're also i mean to be fair to coach team like we are a little clueless yeah i mean i was going to uh, play a um, bit uh, defensive lawyer for coach team i can say that you know we talked about jurgen and brendan and um, pep but they are league um, coaches rather than national team coaches where the preparation time is different it, yeah. and you've also mm-hmm. al- also mentioned the fact that some of these players are playing out of position for their league uh, you know mm-hmm. you, you had a, a brilliant article on ashiki uh, where you compared to um, Ashik to Munaf Patel I thought that was a, a good um 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 a talking point as well a good example mm-hmm. of uh, uh, two coaches playing differently with that player and uh, not sticking to his natural ta- talent um so mm-hmm. we've got to give a bit of leeway I think to coach Dima considering the time he has with the yeah, players yeah, as I well I think I've been super critical in this episode <laughs> it's not because uh, well, I I think that he is super bad or anything yeah. I'm not calling for the sack as well oh, no, no, no 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 maybe we need to own up to the fact that we haven't been playing well we shouldn't keep hiding and saying no it's uh, it's down to unluck it's down to injury and all that oh, no. we still should have been getting more points from these matches and that's 100%. all we're trying to establish here yeah no 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 i absolutely agree with you yeah absolutely mm. uh but let's hope i mean we i think i'm learning from you now you never know which india is going to turn up so we'll see which india turns <laughs> up on uh, 
No, uh, later on My gut Tuesday. feeling said it is going to be the India that we like. <laughs> I think against Oman, uh, we're going to get a point at least. Brilliant. Well, I look forward to that. I'll be happy with a nil-nil and, and a similar <laughs> performance to Qatar. I think that'll be a good result away to Oman. Um, yeah, hopefully it, it'll be uh, warmer conditions in Oman as well. This was also uh, like, uh, what, 10 degrees when we were playing against uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, so let's play it. And, yeah, and and mm. and the yeah artificial pitch as well. So you know, it's yeah, not exactly. it's not easy to play on when you're not used to it at all. So you know, correct, a correct. couple of positives mm. for the Indian team. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Indian fan is not being uh, uh, easy being an Indian national team supporter. But uh, <laughs> we 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 don't give up, yeah. and we're always uh, looking forward to the next game. And like we said, hopefully we'll see a better result against Oman. Um, Nevin, brilliant as always speaking to you and getting your Thank thoughts you. uh, really good insight um, we'll see how we get on on uh, Tuesday and hopefully we'll speak again next week to do a bit of a review of uh, what's happened because it is uh, um, the international break so there's, there's no ISL uh, but we've also very quickly um, heard some good news about the I-League um, is going to be televised mm-hmm. uh, in India so that's a good sign um, that's think, a good sign, definitely. And yeah. um, that's kicking off at the end of the month, so hopefully we'll be um, previewing that and looking forward to the, a good I League season as well. But for today, that's have great. a fantastic evening in uh, Chennai. Um, any football tonight, or is it just relaxing and? Relax? I think I'm going to chill out. I've got to meet a friend in the evening, so brilliant. That, yeah. Have a great evening, my friend, and uh, hopefully Likewise, I'll speak to you yeah. soon. Take have care. Fun. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.